Welcome to That's What Ni、nee、Said. I'm Ni,、nee, a mother and an entrepreneur. This is my journey to find a footing in life, well, at least try to, and what I have to say about it. Hi, everybody.、Um, welcome back. So today is going to be a short episode because. Honestly, not much has happened over the past week or so, and、um, I have discovered a new possible passion and you know revenue path, whatever you can call it, of mine. And I've been been doing a lot of research. I have been working on、um, expanding my skill set a little bit when it comes to creating my artwork, and、um, I've kind of made peace with the fact that I will have to. In terms of the really detailed artwork that I produce, I may have to just stick with digital for a while. I tried doing just physical piece, you know, on a canvas up on a wall. At this moment, at this point of my life, I want to say it is very difficult for me to reach a state where I am calm and focused enough to, um, to be able to do that. Because you know you have to have you you know your your mind your brain controls your muscles, and when your brain is all over the place, your muscles are not gonna create smooth lines, and they're not going to you you can't. It's really difficult to gain complete control of your muscles if your mind is scattered all over the place. And as you know, try as I might, sometimes it works, sometimes it just doesn't. I am, I am trying to. So I, I was listening to Russell Brand's podcast the other day, and then he announced that he has, he, he's, his content is completely exclusively on Luminary, and he's going to be a guided doing a show that's purely a guided meditation, with his voice, which I really like. I like the way he speaks. So I might actually give that a try. It's not it's not hugely expensive.、Um, I might I might try that. I want to get into meditation. It's so hard. It's so hard to do it on my own.、Um, I don't really have anybody in my life that can do that with me right now.、Um, it would just be a thing that adds to everybody's day, and then you know I, I don't want to force anybody to do that. I want to try it, and、um, if I can do it with Russell Brand, then fuck yeah, I'll do it. I'll give it a try. Um, so I, I'm hoping. I know that meditation will be very helpful, but it's just so far I've tried different apps and this and that. I'm very particular when it comes to a spoken voice, and then unfortunately for a lot of the platform, I just don't. I don't like their voice. They're they're calm. They're this and that, but there's always like little kinks that I don't like. And I fully I fully love Russell Brand's voice, so I'm gonna try that. I really hope it'll work. It'll still probably take a long time before anything, before I can I don't know before I could I could actually receive some benefits. I guess it's one of those things you just have to keep trying. So I I, I won't give it a try, and then I'll I'll let you guys know before you want to spend that two ninety nine a month on subscribing to Luminary. I guess. Um. So that's that's interesting and exciting, and um the, the fucking insurance saga continues. Just when I thought I was done with it, just when I was kind of giving a long exhale to tell myself, you know, it's done. The car is in the shop. It's gonna—they're gonna repair it. You're gonna get it 
back. You just have to wait. It's like everything else. There's nothing else you can do now. You just have to wait. Sure fucking enough. That's not what happens. So after my shop, my car's been in the shop for a full week. I get a call. And um, first there was a call that tells me, well, you, it, they estimated that my car cost this much to repair and the insurance company is like, sure, we'll pay for it. And after I put it in the shop, they open everything up, they found more damage. And now it, it costs more than twice as much as their original estimation to, to fix that, to repair that car. And it will be a major repair and then will, you know, it will decrease the value of the car drastically. So the insurance company declared the car totaled. And now I have to go buy a fucking car with the same amount, and then the same car, mind you, the same car on the market cost almost twice as much as when I, when I paid last year. And the insurance company is, as of right now, only going to pay me basically how much I paid for it last year. And if I want the same car, I have to shell out money for about this to buy another fucking car just to get it back. And um, if you've been following, you know I don't have that kind of fucking money. So I've been scrambling on the internet trying to find a car. Um, hopefully, I mean, it is very fucking stressful in my head. In my head, if I let it just kind of run wild, mm, I don't want to take on any kind of debt. If I have to take a loan, I will take it. But I will hate. I'll fucking hate it. But I will. I. I. I I mean, it's a car. I'm, I need it to transport my kid. So I'm not just going to get anything willy-nilly. And I do I do like the CRV. I've been driving it for the past year now. And it's been treating me well. I don't need any of the bells and whistles. I went into a car dealership. They were asking me, like, what are your likes and don't likes? I was like, I really don't care. I need the car to be safe. I need it to be safe, easy to operate, cheap to maintain. And that's pretty much it. Like there, would I hate it if I have to drive a neon yellow car all over town? Absolutely. But other than that, like, but I will still take it if it's if it's the cheapest and best I can find. Then yeah, I'd, whatever. Um, but anyway, so that's that. Like out of nowhere, I've been tasked to find a new car within the, within the next seven days because that's how much that's how long my insurance is gonna gonna cover my rental. And uh, so there's that. I'm going to go look at some cars. I, w I saw some yesterday uh, from a really good dealership. And then they provide good service, but their inventory is just not great. Not what I'm looking for. And hopefully whatever I see this afternoon works out so I can be done with this fucking thing. I'm so over it. I know, again, I know. Like, this is nothing compared to some real shit some people are being put through. So I'm glad I have this channel, this place to vent. Um, but after this, I, I know I'm just going to have to suck it up and fucking deal with it. It's not that hard. I, I know. It's not that hard. I, I can. I'll, I'll get through it. I'll be fine. But it's just so fucking annoying because, you know, I've, I've not. I, I just mentioned I found this. I, I have this newfound passion of mine that requires a lot of reading, a lot of thinking, a lot of being able to, I need to be able to focus because reading 
let me tell you, like, I'm not a reader. I got, I've mentioned it before. I grew up reading comic books. As soon as I learned, that's that's why I learned to read. Basically, it was because I wanted to read comics. It was not because of anything else. Um, so like reading just dry texts, and especially if it's some kind of you know technical writing, it's just and with a lot of new terms, things that. Uh, my really, I'm not. I I'm not exaggerating when I tell you. Like when I see, when I when I'm faced with a long body of texts that I just have to go through. If you sit across the table and just look at me, you will see my eyes start crossing. Like it will just start not. My body will just start kind of spin out of control, and. Um, so it's really and it, so it's really tough for me to get through them, but I've, I'm really, really, really trying. I have to read the same article maybe four or five times. I, again, I think I'm ADHD. Like I'm an undiagnosed ADHD. Um, I feel like every time I go through that list of symptoms, I hate every fucking mark. Um, so I wish in a perfect world I could be left undisturbed. To just really get into it, grind it out, and then come out the other end. But, you know, it's not perfect. And then my life is not going to be that. So this is like the moment of... This is the moment of truth. Whether I can actually find and build the strength to pull through it. So I can potentially create success for myself or am I just going to give up and let it be and live in perpetual purgatory of anxiety and what ifs for the rest of my life like this is I have the deciding power I had to like when I'm reading after I read it for the first time and it makes absolutely no fucking sense whatsoever I have to physically shake my head and then to like loosen up my eyeballs or whatever the fuck it does in my mind and then go through it again. Like it's, oof, this is another reason why I'm so motivated to read to my daughter every night or every other night because we take, you know, my husband and I, we take turns. Like I, I'm okay with introducing technology and screens into her life. That's a necessary part. But I am so keen on building a good reading habit and ability for her for the you know for for as part of her foundation because it's just so fucking important and um it's, you know it's one of those things like you want your kids to have what you don't i oh god uh so so that's that so may or may not have something very exciting to share with you guys hopefully before um well, after after New Year's, I'm I'm not gonna get overly ambitious about it. After New Year's, and we all want to have a good holiday. You know, this is her first year of actually realizing what a holiday celebration is. She's super excited about Christmas. She we've visited Santa. Now she wants her gifts. She wouldn't shut up about her gifts. We picked out some toys to donate to Toys for Tots, and then we told her like there are there are little boys and girls out there who just don't. Um, don't have family who can um, 
afford lots of presents, or any presents for that matter. So we are, since we have enough and we have a lot, a little bit extra, we're choosing to share and help these kids to get some gifts. And also, what we're doing in our family, and then I talked to my husband about it, and he kind of agrees. Is um, we are because you know this is another thing. I oh God, I'm gonna launch into a rant. So if you need to skip, please skip now. So in terms of Christmas, in terms of the the American way of doing Christmas, I completely and wholeheartedly disagree. I just don't understand why there needs to be. I mean, if you have a very extended family and every sending one piece of something, and then you kind of ends up with a big pile under the tree, I get that. But and you know, for us, it's just never. It, I I don't want to put myself in the position where I have to stress about wanting to fill. The tree every year, and when when we're reading the the classic Night Before Christmas book, what they tell you is Santa fills the stockings. There is no mentioning about any big toys, boxes, whatever under the tree. There was no tree. There was just stockings. So I think that's a really good tradition to uphold.、Um, So I still tell her, you know, she still think there is Santa Claus, and Santa will fill her stockings. We'll see what surprise Santa has for her. But I will tell her everything that's wrapped these gifts. Mommy and Daddy got them for you. If you like them, that's because we worked hard to get get them for you, or you know, whichever relatives that actually send them in for her. So these came from people around her. Didn't come from Santa Claus. So eventually, when The bubble has to be bursted, and then Santa Claus is not real. She won't. It won't be such a big letdown. It's not a lie, you know. It's not the 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 contrast before and after wouldn't be so severe. And I just I really hated the idea that everything the parents have worked so hard for was all contributed to Santa. Like the fact that Santa gave a crap about what you wanted for Christmas. Santa is gonna bring you something nice, and that'll be that. If you want something else, go talk to your mom and dad about it. And if you gotta make sure they want to get it for you, Santa does not offer unconditional love. Your mom and dad does. If you're not being a little shit, so that's 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 the way I that's the way I see it. So um, so that's that's our Christmas tradition, and then we're you know we're. Th- <laughs> Or putting some thought into really like holidays, what we want to do, what's our, what is going to be our family tradition, and then you know this year is going to be the first time she's going to experience Chinese New Year. It is insane amount of work to have to do that on your own. I have friends here who may, may be able to get together and this and that, but Jesus fucking Christ, having to do that yourself, ugh. I really have to think about it. Like, I want to get down. I I want to have some core components of our celebration, but just the way you know the the way our family gets together and cooks and all that, I can't do that on my own. So we'll see. I might get some frozen dumplings and stuff. We'll, we'll make a small batch, you know, from scratch. But the most, but for the most part, I probably get some frozen ones. Um, and that's um. That's pretty much it, I think, in terms of updates for this week. And、um, there are some subjects that I want to talk about, but honestly, as of right now, I don't think any of you who's listening has the mental capacity to to get into anything serious. 
And um, I do want to, before I open my trap, I do want to make sure I know what I'm talking about. I want to kind of gather my thoughts, refine them, and um, have them written down somewhere so I can at least have something to refer to so I'm not going off the rails too much when I'm talking about these things. And um, that's that's it for this week, I think. Yeah. Oh, 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 I, sorry, just really... One thing I did want to talk about, oof, I almost lost you guys, sorry, is that um, if you, I do want to just encourage everybody as I'm going through this myself, just be, I think it's very, very important as parents. I mean, it's important as as an individual, but especially if you're a parent and then you have kids who you wish will be a lifelong learner, right? And as parents ourselves, we have to set an example Make that the the family norm for kids to understand, oh, there's always going to be new things that comes along. Even there is, I I always, always have to expand my skill set. I always have to be ready to learn something new. That will be the motivation for them to build that habit, to build that protocol for themselves, to practice with that, to, to kind of distill it down to the essence so they become a prolific learner, lifelong learner. And uh, it was just because the past week I have received a lot of opportunities and a lot of requests that just requires me to um, expand my skill set. And I've learned this with my last job. You, I just say yes to everything. I Not unfounded. I'm not going to, if somebody, you know, again, if it's something really highly, um, Spe- um, highly specific and technical and I just know knowing how I'm going to ever learn that I'm not going to lie to people about it but there are certain things that I know is within grasp for me if I just if I reach out and work on it so being and then you know luckily for me throughout my entire professional career for the you know seven years I worked seven or eight can't remember. I worked, I've always been, I always needed to learn new skills. So I'm kind of used to that. Oh, even though I, I'm a little out of practice, you know, after two years being a mom, I, I still get it. I still got it. And then I, I can still just go out there and learn when I need to. Um, So just really want to encourage whoever that's listening, whoever may or may not be listening to this at any point in their life. If you had any doubt on whether or not you need, you can pick up a new skill. I mean, the only way to find out is to try. So, and then that's, again, that's why I think it's so important for, for, you know, young parents like us who has a chance. You talk about, I, I, I talked about this before. You talk about generational wealth. This is part of your generational wealth that you're accumulating and will be passing on to your kids. Like if you found, if you had came up with your own way of processing information, a, a highly efficient way to process and utilize information, you got to fucking teach that to your kids. That'll set them steps ahead in life and people don't really think about that they always think well, oh the kids are gonna have to get, get go through what they have to go through 
there are certain things in life that that principle still holds true. But for the most part, especially when it because you have to imagine 10 years down the line when your kids are being when your kids are, you know, almost done studying, getting ready to hit the ground or they're getting ready to go to college to study something specific or graduate school or whatever. Having the tools to process information quickly and efficiently is so crucial. And it takes it takes a lot of practice. They throughout their life, every every single piece of information that comes their way, every time they have to make a decision, what is the best way to make a decision for them in that situation? It's always a tra- training opportunity. Don't waste it. Like don't wait for the moment to test them. Like every single thing they do needs to be a test, not a harsh test. I'm not saying like they will be punished if they don't do it correctly, but I'm just thinking just give them. It is definitely easy to go on autopilot and do everything for them, but give them the chance to make decisions for them, to give them the chance to really analyze the situation and come to a decision, not just go for what the heart wants. Like guide them to think what really is the best thing for you right now. And I understand like having a, a two and a half year old, like there is no, she is not analyzing shit when it comes to candies. She wants that shit right now. And she will throw a giant fit if you don't give it to her right now. So I understand that, but just, just keep trying. There will be, I, I what I want to do is I want to catch it at the earliest possible moment when her brain can comprehend the concept of what is best for me right now. I want to catch it at the earliest moment so she will get as the most, as many opportunities as possible in her life throughout her growth experience to practice. So when she really needs to make some tough decisions, she will be ready for it. Cause I sure as hell was not. I made, oh my fucking God. Every major decision in my life, if nothing bad happened to me after I made that decision, that's just purely out of luck. I have every single decision I've ever have to make, major decisions have almost always been wrong. So, that's just not because I was stupid. That's just because I'm, I had zero practice every single decision of my life before I was 20 years old was made for me. So as, so that's something that I'm very keen on helping my daughter develop. Um, so just learn, just show your kids you're learning. Don't wait till they go to sleep to go to school. Like tell them, I need to study too. There is there are things I want in our my life for myself and for you. And to do that, I need to study. And all of us need to study. We need to learn. We need to practice constantly. Cause life and time and history is not waiting for anybody. It's not gonna stay static for anybody. As hard as you could wish for the good old times or whatever. Just don't don't let anybody or don't let yourself tell you that you have peaked because you really don't know what's going to happen 10 years down the line. Um, as one of the most poisonous thought ever I have experienced as a young woman is thinking that your peak was like you're 25 years old. I mean, 
was was it easier for me to get my physical condition under control when I was 25? Yes. But I was definitely not as mature. I was not as not as experienced. And um just and it's just such a waste of time to sit there and sulk about how you've already peaked. Like, where is life going to go now? There's no point. Just It's such a poisonous thought. And then I fully understand where that came from, why it's being used as such for young people, especially young women. I'm not saying they're not doing it to young men. Like, every single fucking high school athlete you talk to, they've been told. Or they've their relatives who have generations before them been told or have experienced in their lives peaking at the at, at in, in high school. And it's just a gradual downhill from there. Which in their time was true. In these now nowadays is absolutely not true. If something is not happening for you, you probably are not looking hard enough. I hate to say this. If you have access to internet, if you have access to a smart device and you see absolutely no way out and you know, not, I'm not, that obviously this does not include if you're in any kind of abusive situation that just absolutely prohibits you from physically removing yourself. And I really, I mean, I don't know why my audience, if you know somebody who needs help, please help them. But seriously, if you have access to technology, there is a way out. You just need to look hard enough. You just need to think about it. You just need to learn. It's easier to play Candy Crush or whatever the fuck game that is out there for hours on end. I've done that when I when I was in my twenties. I spent so much money on in that purchases. And so I, I really understand that. And this is not to say if I was ever in a position where I just have time on my hand to waste, I won't do it again. I probably will. Like when my after when my kids start high school or when it, when when we're empty nesters, would I go back to playing video games for I don't know six to eight hours a day? I probably will for a while, and then I'll come back to whatever I need to do. But it's just, but if you have a goal that you are trying to strive for. Or if you want to find a goal that makes you have that urge and motivation to to achieve something, then don't stop yourself. Don't talk yourself. Don't psych yourself out. I psych myself out all the time, and then my husband kind of have to pick up the pieces for me a little bit here and there. Um, but he owes me. Like he pisses me off sometimes. Um, <laughs> but we do that to each other, and then we we both of us, and then I see him. Um. I see it on him a lot. He is tr- trying to get better. He is trying to be more mature. He's he is doing great at planning our f- family's financial future and this and that. So you know, we all got our strong suit. I'm I'm doing more on the you know philosophy front, I guess, and personal development. Is I don't. I I was talking to a friend earlier today, and I was thinking I was telling him, sharing with him why I have this drive to want to do something on my own it was because is financial incentive a huge factor obviously who doesn't want some more money like that's whoever whoever told you they don't want money that's because they have not ever seen nice things okay i want some pretty fucking expensive things but i'm not gonna live my life just for that but if you know i'm not gonna say no to money as you know 
granted it's clean, um, but the 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 bigger the more important factor of me trying to build something. Okay, I would say thirty thirty. Okay, I see thirty is money. Thirty is I want to have something for myself. This is purely selfish reason. I don't want to have to rely on anyone else, even though I'm I am currently solely relying on everybody else in my life. But I I want to be able to maybe prove to myself that I can do it. Um. By actually doing it, and the last thirty percent is I want to be prepared, the way my mom did for me. So when my when my you know my when my dad passed and this and that, even though my mom doesn't really have any power to control anything, the whole thing just spin out of her hands very quickly. Like the instant he stopped breathing, everything just went to shit. But what she did have prepared that worked. Um. Basically, the thing that helped her through the whole navigate the through the whole situation was her social resources, her experience,、uh, her her contacts, her friends. She was so great at you know she was very personable, great at making friends. She made friends everywhere she she went, and she had friends who were able and willing to help her when something that drastic happened. And I want to do. I want to be the same. Like I want to be when my daughter needs help from me. I I don't want to just sit there and say, "Well, honey, not much I can do." Um, I want to be able to do everything within my power. Hopefully, that's quite a bit to not to help her out of a jam. Like if she, you know, like that young lady who hit me, you know. I'm not gonna try to help my daughter get out of that. Like you fucking didn't pay attention. You're lucky you didn't kill somebody. So that's all on you. But anything else, if she is being treated unfairly, or it's something, not in a whiny way, you know, if she, I'm being treated unfairly, that I'll probably just tell her to fucking deal with it. The only way you can get around it is by climbing up to the top, and then, you know. Sweep the bad elements out of the organization or your social circle from up top. You're not gonna do it from the bottom by complaining. That's just not how it works. I have fully realized that now. So I'm striving for that, and I'm just try to. And I'm not an overly I'm not an overly aggressive person. It's not like once I'm be once I become successful, I'm just gonna become a dick. So I want her to be able to see that firsthand. the The balance between wanting power because you want to have control of your life and you want to control, you want the possibility of doing something good with that control, the potential of you doing good with that control, but and while not being corrupted by it. Like we haven't, we have. Fortunately for us, we actually, as women, we actually see a lot of examples of that out there. But they're not in your everyday life. It's still a really un unattainable, untouchable thing. Like you have to read about them from somewhere, or you have to have some kind of special connection to really see those things in action. And even though I'm probably never going to be on the, at that level, but at at day to day, what I want my kids to see is. Somebody who is striving to do more, to achieve more, do more, for, do more good things, 
and stay in control and stay still stay a human being. So yeah, sounds a little grand, I know. It's um, but you know, I'm gonna try. Again, might fail, don't know. Still will try. So um that's what he said this week. You guys have a nice weekend. Um and uh, I'll talk to you next week.